Dante's Peak was just named the best, well, the second best place to live in the United States. Population under 20,000. Good for you. What was number one? I don't know. Some piece of crap town out in Montana. Who cares? <laughs> I'll be seeing you. How was dinner last night, Harry? <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. And welcome to Film Sack, everybody. This is Film Sack Mining, the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 443. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. I think I smell a young, naked couple boiling Dunaway. Mmm. Stew. Oh, hi. Hi. Come on, Ruth. This is your best dog pal, Ruffy, barking and freaking out because you just got to open that door. Let me lead you down this mountain to safety. I mean, come on, Ruth. What do you want? Do you want to take a lava bath, Ruth? Well, old Ruffy here has plenty of life left to live. Too much life to tread molten hot lava death. Now open the freaking door, you stubborn old lady. Listen, someone is here. Oh, good, it's the grandkids. They'll talk some sense into you, Ruth. And then I can lead you all down the mountain to safety. Doors open, enough talk. Follow me, Ruff, Ruff, Ruffy. Don't worry, fam, I got gotcha. you. I know a path down the mountain that leads straight out of town. Oh, man, did you guys see what happened to those Twonset Hot Springs lovers? Burnt bubble butts up in the air without a care in the world. Well, I guess that's one way to go. Right, fam? Fam? Rut row, Ruffy. Okay, Ruffy, I guess it's just me against this mountain. One long dog and a journey to freedom. Woo! Lava flow. Up. Let's see if I can get better look at things from up here on this rock. Oh, good. There is the vulc- volcanologist. That's how you say that. Volcanologist with the great <laughs> hair and carefree willingness to drive through anything, no matter what the insurance cost. He really is quite dreamy, though. And jump. Hey, fam, have you seen Ruth? Wait. What smells like burnt up old lady legs? Oh, I guess that closes the chapter on that part of my life. Say, would you guys do me a favor and not tie me up until we get out of here? Ruffy thanks you. Hey, is that coffee? Coffee, 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 coffee. <laughs> that was special delivery for someone. <laughs> uh, there's a reason people write in and tell us that your intros are their favorites. There's a reason. Oh, well, they're they're Absolutely. definitely offbeat. You're you're an insane person, and they come out amazing. So keep that up. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, also with us, Randy. Keep your feet up, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi, Randy. <clears throat> now I don't want to alarm you. But I literally want to alarm you in, uh, you know, uh, so far as what I'm about to say will cause everyone to take emergency action. Something is about to happen here that while we can't say anything with scientific certainty, we're going to do science that tells us that our uncertainty is certain to lead us to a conclusion. See, Hmm. anytime there's a place where one incredibly attractive woman happens to be single and available and she has a modicum of power and authority in the area, we have no choice but to bring in James Bond to determine with great accuracy 
this whole thing is going to blow. <laughs> this is so true. And by the way, this was the same year his second Bond movie came out, I think. Or first, oh, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought this came after all of his Bonds, but no, huh? 97, so can't remember which one it was. Everything Lives Forever, or don't Nobody Everything Dies First. Lives forever. Whatever it is. I don't this know. whole thing is going to blow. <laughs> You're not wrong, by the way, about the blow. There means that means multiple <laughs> things in this case. Also with us, and finally, Brian, when he asked for the compact truck model, this is not what he had in mind. Did I it? know it's totally true. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, here we go. Row, row, row your boat gently row, around the row, fountain. Row your boat, just no, 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 oh. no. Don't do rounds. You're going to miss. You're going to You're not going to know what my my lyrics. <laughs> 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 Gently around the fountain, we're detecting a lot of seismic activity. Roof, get off the mountain. <laughs> right? Gently down the lock. Ruth, so help me get your butt out of that cabin and get the hell in the truck. <laughs> row, row, row your boat. Gently across the lake. Ruth, what the hell are you doing? Get back in the boat. The water is acid, for freak's sake. Row, row, row. Watch out for the helicopter. Thankfully, I swerved. In case you're wondering what happened to Ruth, she got what she deserved. Yes, she did. That was amazing. I had to struggle to not also make my intro about Ruth. Like it was amazing. It, it is so entirely the thing that captures your imagination in this film. Everything yeah. about it, everything about the movie is paint by numbers small action. Mm-hmm. Except right. this one old lady that you just can't help but wonder everything about how did she how did she get to be in this situation in the first place how did she come to be kind of nice but kind of a dick like all of the all this, so much i want to know about this, this yeah woman. the background oh, yeah. of ruth is uh, a mystery really no i mean when you look at the other movie volcano that's a movie about oh. man versus nature dante's mm-hmm. peak is a, is a movie about man versus ruth yeah mm-hmm. ruth, right pretty much <laughs> ruth uh is a pain in the ass in every possible right. way and then I know the whole idea. I mean, I know what they're doing. They're saying, okay, well, she is a pain in the ass. And here we go, the whole movie with her being part of the problem. And then she does a heroic thing at the end that sort of makes up for all of it. But in my mind, it wasn't heroic enough because now it just meant you got to grab, you got to carry grandma around like right, burnt meat. Right. Like, and, and really, you know, momentum would have taken them to the dock. They would have been fine. She really didn't pull the boat along that far. Like they, <laughs> Well, you know, Ruth, uh, so Dante's, do you guys, you guys like read the epic poem, Dante's Inferno? Dante's I mean, Inferno, A lot yeah. of this stuff is, yeah. is on the nose with, uh, you know, sin and how you got to, you know, it, they're, they're kind of like in purgatory or he's in purgatory and he's trying to save people. There's a lot of elements that are there and of course she dies from her own arrogance and pride really yeah and so she tries to redeem herself there is some of that but i i tried to i i started it's not yeah go ahead i I started looking at like modern translations of divine comedy and i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna find the all of the things no actually these are just lazy tropes that happen (laughs) in movies yeah. Seriously, yeah. some somewhat, like, somewhat. It, I mean, it is, they it's do. A bit they of, do try to be. They try to be allegorical with this a little bit, and right, and it's. Right. I don't think they do a very good job of it, but they. I can feel the attempt. Certainly, the most obvious and overt attempt is the name. You know, right. given the right. given the mountain, the name. There, Dante's there, Peak. there are some things like you can you can go through the naked people who are probably you can tell yourself they're having an affair, right? And 
uh, a lot of people who get hurt in this movie get hurt because they didn't listen or because they didn't mm-hmm. prepare or Did you know like faith. Right. The, all the, there's a lot of stuff there, but it's really a bunch of lazy movie tropes. Like it's not like right. some no. some, of, yeah. some of them are so freaking common in the in disaster movies, you know, that it's no, almost yeah. like but going back for Ruth is basically going back for the dog or going back for the cat and alien or, you know, stuff like that. But but the cat didn't make half the crew have to go all the way back through the right. ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, this we, we do talk about. OK, so this is our. How many disaster movies have we watched besides? Oh, I would love to know that again. number. I was thinking about yeah. that last night, so it's funny you should ask, but it's got to be yeah, in like be the couple dozen, disaster right? movies. Yeah. Are kind of, you know. yeah. Right. Disaster movies are kind of like horror movies. You want the tropes. That's the reason why I like horror movies because well, they're they're comfortable to me. I like the predictability, but for some reason, I always yell at the screen, and I'm yelling at the screen at this disaster mm. movie, which is exactly mm. what I want in a disaster movie. I don't want a smart disaster movie. <laughs> I don't want that. I'm not going to be smart when there's a disaster going on. I'm going to be dumb as dirt. Just yeah, like you kind of do want that, and part that's partly why I'm not a giant fan of disaster movies because I think it's because I think you're actually right, but I don't love that. I I, I wish people right. were better prepared, smarter it's, about it. I don't know. Well, it's it's much of a disaster right? movie, would it? Right. But it's but it's lazy to say, uh, all right, we need something to cause some tension. I know they have to go back yeah. for somebody, and it just feels like it's it's a really lazy way of writing a a trope into a into a movie where you got to come up with no, we need to we need to figure out some way to get this uh, bomb into the volcano to right. to implode it so that it doesn't explode. It's only I mean I'm obviously making some crap up, but right. but at least. <laughs> You know, having a reason like that to go back up the mountain would be better than eh, old lady up there. Now the kids are up there. Volcano has a little bit better. Mm. Volcano has a little bit better uh, at this than than Dante's Peak. But oh, a lot better. To me, is but yeah, it is. But to me, it's inferior when it comes to the fun because I never, I never yell at Volcano. I just go, okay, okay. This is where I. This is where I want to differ with. The best disaster movies are things like Twister and Armageddon that find a sense of humor throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. That now I'm not talking about basically comedic disaster movies, right? So like they're the other end of the spectrum is when a movie like Sharknado and its five sequels, you know, you know what I mean, sure, is sure. is basically a dark comedy. Like Snakes on mm-hmm. a Plane kind of walks yeah, this line. Yeah. Uh, but but like when a movie is serious about the subject, like Armageddon. But then there's just times where you're like laughing out loud because they've done something really comedic. That's the essence. Uh, that's the best disaster movie stuff for me. Dante's Peak never does that. It, never, it doesn't. Like I mean, it has such a cast of characters and all these scientists who come to town, and they, other than yelling about coffee, there's just not a a joke there, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I didn't want a joke. I didn't. I didn't want that. I, I was. I like the somberness of it. Yeah, I, I, did you guys ever I, see? Did you ever see the Poseidon? Yes, adventure. Yes. So I mean, the, origi- we, the original or wasn't either, there a remake? Either or both. Yeah, we, and the and yeah. the the remake is actually on Netflix, and I would love to watch that. So we didn't oh. do that. We didn't do that, didn't we? Uh, Poseidon. No, sure. didn't do that one. Okay, yeah. I I could have sworn we did the classic one, but um, of I all the I don't remember us seeing any think... boat boat sinking movies. Have we seen <laughs> boat sinking? We, we saw, saw Ghost. Didn't we, we see the original? Uh, ghost boat. Ghost what was boat, that? Ghost, ghost ship. Boat? Yeah, ghost what was ship. that called? Ghost ship. Ghost that was boat. it. Yeah, ghost boat. <laughs> yeah, that's as close as we've gone to a haunted boat, but uh, or a sinking yeah. boat. But yeah, I don't think we've done either of those. Wow. And we should because no, no they oh they're deserving to be on there. But here's the thing: of all disaster movies, and t- I think Titanic is is one you'd include. 
Um, my favorite, by far, Randy mentioned, and it's Twister. Twister's an amazing disaster Twister, film. Yeah. And I think it's, the it's, it's the best at like... <laughs> it's mean, an amazing disaster. I, will, I don't think you could have said that any better. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good disaster Twister movie, and I think it's got, it's got good acting. It's got really good direction, has amazing cinematography. The effects at the time are really strong, and it gets to the point right away. You're not waiting until half the movie to have your disaster. You're sort of chasing these disasters throughout, and then you just get the big one. Um, and it kept me so. Re- I just loved Twister in the day. Twister was, awesome. and I want to see Twister again. I saw Twister in the THX theater. Oh, wow. It blew me away, sucked me up, and blew me away. It was awesome. <laughs> but it's and a it good. A, it's a good point though about classic. Twister and movies that are good like it. They they do know when the humor is supposed to work and when you're supposed to inject it, and when you shouldn't. And that movie was really yeah. good at it. This one was humorless. There's just nothing. Nothing uh-huh. fun I is enjoyed, going on. It's just kind I enjoyed, of. I enjoyed Ruth. I enjoyed. I enjoyed everything. You didn't bit really of enjoy Ruth. <laughs> I enjoyed. I enjoyed the an, antagonistic way that Ruth just wrecked everything. I she was the real disaster in this movie, and yeah. I I enjoyed that. I didn't need a lot of comedy. I think that actually would have taken away because this. I, I don't know. There's something something that works for the the humorless in this movie and i think mm-hmm. our lead actors and they're they're really good at playing these kind of you know down and out kind of acting right like they're just a little bit like they're a little bit sad oh yeah. you know what i just thought of another one i really liked i like that marky mark one where the it was the based on a real story transformers no the blue <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster movie the, 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 the happening <laughs> the british petroleum one i can never remember the name of the oh, damn yeah, thing yeah the the uh what was that one oh, I, that deep water horizon, deep water horizon. Yeah, i thought yeah, was deep water horizon i thought that was great so and that was that a was humorless a experience there was not a lot of humor in well, that yeah, thing yeah, yeah. They lots were, of action they yeah. were depicting real people who really died and so like you have to yeah, there's an extra. You're right. That's an extra like, level of something there. Yeah. But uh, Dante's Peak makes a decision right out of the gate, and that is we are going to depict the worst thing that ever happened to our main character, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna depict it like visibly. You're gonna see this, and 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 it's hard to for the rest of the film to kind of live up to its uh, basis. You know, like right. you you start with. Uh, you, like you know that she's I actually thought she was his wife at the very beginning but you know, whatever she's clearly very close to him and to drop a rock on her head and have her bleed out in his lap in a truck covered in mud it was just yeah. like oh what is this mo- where is this movie going from here and and then the movie of course it can't possibly like you, you just can't right? Mm-hmm. You, you, right there's not enough time to set up what needs to be set up for you to really feel this guy for for the rest of the movie did, and, did they, and so, right I, I just like it, it it's perfectly it, it's I, like when i said paint by numbers it's this perfect process like someone said how do we make a disaster movie i know let's get out the disaster movie the d encyclopedia and and look up mm-hmm. how you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there there's nothing in this movie that go, steps outside of it except ruth ruth is for some weird reason <laughs> this yeah. other thing you know it's interesting yeah, that I this love, this particular it. director is uh, got such a weird mix like he's yeah. got mo- movies that i really respect and love like the world's fastest indian i'd love that movie species piece of garbage but kind of mm. schlocky fun uh no way out a really intense thr- psychosexual thriller with oh, yeah. uh, kevin costner in 87 yeah. uh cocktail the year after that kind of a shitty tom cruise movie like 
it's kind of all over the place, but a lot more movies yeah. than you thought he did. He did all sorts of stuff. The Recruit, The Bank Job is very good. Um, uh, I don't know what all this new stuff is. Uh, some right. of these things are The November you know, this, Man. This I don't felt know what like that is. A- this felt like he was channeling uh, Richard Donner to me. That it felt like a Richard Donner kind of. Vibe Actually, to it. I think that's a good mm-hmm. comparison for all his movies. He's, it all feels like Richard Donner movies, right? If you think about and that's it, that's a compliment because that's 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 a really yeah. good. I, I like yeah, those. but I actually think this is the weakest of all those Dante's Peak is, and the reason oh. I think that is because I think the effects are great. I think the both practical combination of practical and ninety seven era digital worked really well a lot of models like yeah you gotta you gotta Mm -hmm. get over the miniature models because once you do once you give in you start feeling like you're seeing mountains and dams breaking and whole lakes spilling and so on and it's really just they built it in a room and it's beautiful yeah but some of that stuff was great like when you're watching the uh the cars on the on the highway rocking up and down and falling i think some of that might have been practical effects yeah. a lot of it was yeah. models I think most but of it man was, it was yeah. a great job yeah, yeah. i think you know what Vulcanologist uh lauded this movie as being fairly accurate see and i didn't know oh, that really? i never knew yeah. that Vulc- that that's what they were called i thought they were just geologists but then all this name this name volcanologist getting thrown around in the movie and then hearing it in other places right. i guess that's you're you're a geologist but your your specialty is volcanoes i guess right right so, right yeah, yeah. and Fire i always rocks. thought i was when i would hear <laughs> volcanologists i'm like oh they're people that know everything about spock and his origin okay. they also call themselves <laughs> right. volcanologists they, yeah. there's yeah. a big fight yeah, yeah. they don't like, like each yeah. other wwe versus you know the world they're like vegans because you got vegans yeah. from the old marvel uh villains from that weird planet <laughs> and then real right. vegans yeah there's a problem yeah uh, so but, let's talk uh, yeah. i, I want to talk about Pierce Bronson for his, uh, or Brosnan, Brosnan. Brosnan. yeah, Brosnan just for a second. I think, I think, uh, man, just, I, he just, for a while, I just, I just loved everything he did. It just, it was just something so comfortable about having him in. Mm -hmm. To me, he was too, he was too fancy for this and not rugged enough, in my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah. Too fancy to be kind of action leading man. Just sort of like, oh, hello. What's up with this deal? (laughs) Just a little too wafy, a little too thin, a little too British, a little too something. I I can't put my finger on it. I would have. Was it his push-ups that killed you? Was that it? (laughs) (laughs) I know you did not like the push-ups. No, the push-ups were bad, though. Gosh, dang it. That's not good for you, what he was doing. That's very bad. For your neck, yeah. uh, what, like what the hell was that even? I understand. I He's like, like, are you working on your twitch muscles? I mean, what are you what are you doing there, buddy? You're exactly. Just... He wants to get partnered, working on his twitch muscles. But here's the other and thing: I... <laughs> when he when his girlfriend in the first uh, sequence, which is an interesting way to start a movie where you have a disaster and then yeah, fifty eight yeah. minutes later another one, right? But in this well, particular yeah. case, she gets that freaking meteor right through the head, and that was hardcore dude yeah, <laughs> like it just was. the yeah. thought of what that was and the, a micro uh not meteor but uh whatever you know a molten right. lava ball going through your truck and then right into the cranium of your girlfriend that's freaking rough i mean that, yes, that's so tough. maybe i'd do push-ups like that too if that happened huh? right. <laughs> can i just Watch say like don't care i'm going to do the push-ups however i want to <laughs> whatever whenever we say who who could have done it better you know and you're right pierce brosnan is a little too uh is a little too soft or like on the uh, he doesn't have any hard edge yeah uh i always go to where are they from right he's from ireland right and so it's like okay so who who could have done it better and would have been like a a little bit more i I can't find a better word than masculine Mm. and Mm -hmm. my answer is liam neeson oh my oh he would have been great Liam neeson yeah Mm -hmm. 
I'm all for these. Sure. I'm all for <laughs> Liam Neeson being the thing that Liam Neeson is now. I don't have a problem with it at all. Yeah, right, right. Like, it's yeah, just you, fun. You, you know, it'd be really easy to say, oh, he just plays the same character over and over again. But you know what? He does it well. I like that character. I'm totally fine with him yeah. doing that. Yeah, he, and he, he's very compelling. I believe it every time right. I see it, even though I know I'm yeah. seeing the same performance basically yeah. every time. Yeah. And One of the new set of skills. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. We're, we're awesome. Yeah, that's, I guess, what I'm saying is I would have gone for, I have no problem with like a an older, dis, more distinguished sort of, you know, boring job geologist guy that's not a problem i just find if pierce they, brosnan to be too hello yes if they hadn't mm. already had sam neill as dr grant in jurassic park oh he would have been he good would have been perfect because yeah. that's all that's all we really have here is is mr remington still doing his best sam neill right yeah right dr. we're not grant. looking for we're not looking for uh i know how to use a gun i know how to you know uh pull people out of a uh, a, a burning building kind of action hero we needed like a you know all right i'm a scientist but i'm okay swerving around a falling helicopter if i need to exactly right. by the way yeah. i would like to take back my uh thing i said earlier i actually think jurassic park one might be the best disaster movie ever made that's a really good movie yeah, yeah this is true this is true it's like, easy to it's easy to put it in a different genre right because it's like oh well it's dinosaurs and it's an action adventure and all that, but at the end of the day, that's about that park getting thrown into shit show land and everything yeah. breaking. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, we call something a disaster movie when it has the the typical tropes, right? Like it's not necessarily I you know, when I said snakes on a plane, I, I really mean it. It has all the tropes. It's not actually a really much of a disaster movie. I mean, you know, there's snakes on a plane, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah, not like yeah. The, yeah, sure. the premise. Sure. Does it does it sound like the world blowing up or anything? But they they do share a lot in common, all these movies. I agree. Now, here's the interesting thing. I was looking up the director. His name is Roger, Roger Donaldson. If you take a look at his uh, his running score on Rotten Tomatoes, and Rotten Tomatoes goes all the way back for your full career. They just go find old reviews and papers and stuff and use them if it's older yeah. than the internet. Um, this is his second least, or his, sorry, second lowest score of all of his films, he he tops out at a ninety-one percent for No Way Out. Does real well with things like Thirteen Days and World's Fastest Indian Bank Job. Those all are up in the eighties through hundreds. But uh, a lot of really a lot of stinkers. And this one is in second place to the worst. The worst being Cocktail has five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh wow! Jeez, no love, no love Bermuda, for Cruz shaking Bahama. his drink. Nope. alone gets the oh. soundtrack award, right? Oh, no, I think actually you you've You've pinpointed my you least favorite thing about cocktail <laughs> is that damn Beach Boys song. I own that album though, and I for a summer it was just I, I don't know. It was. Did, it did was, the Beach Boys right know thing. that Kokomo is landlocked in the middle of Indiana? Do they know that? <laughs> Way down in Kokomo. Is that true? Is yeah. that a thing? I didn't know that. There's no. There's no resort. It's a made up. Uh, it's a made up name that sounds point? beachy. That's right. the, <laughs> it's, it's also it's also yeah. a pretty significant like representation of how far the Beach Boys had fallen at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Probably their third most successful song Easily. ever. Like, Easily, yeah. Like yeah. like to think in 1993 they figured out how to regain everything with oh, one you mean, you idea. Mean pander? Oh yeah, they figured out a pander. You mean pander. pander. Yeah, so they're not a pander. They went full. They went well, full. We found uh, the hot button issue for Ibit over here. Yeah. Oh, we, we we've written a song that's perfect for soccer soccer moms who know nothing about geography. Awesome. Let's. Yep. Uh, it sounds like they went full starship at that point. It's all starship at that point. You know, that's what it, it reminds totally me was. of. Yes. Exactly. Because when you got an album like Pet Sounds, one of the most influential and amazing albums oh, ever made, yeah. 
and then yeah. you end up like that at the end. Exactly. What, are you, what are you doing, guys? What are you doing? Yep. All yep. right. Uh, his but. second, uh, like I said, was this. And this was a market much higher than 5%, 27% for this one. Still not great. Uh, that ties, or 26, sorry. 27% went to seeking justice. And then it kind of goes up from there. But uh, no way out, they say, is the one to get. Yeah, I, right, I would right. agree. That's a great one. Yeah. Nice twist, too. Yeah, had a really good. Uh, for, I'm partial, I think, to 13 Days, which also had uh, Costner in it. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. that's the one about the, the Bay of Pigs, uh, mm-hmm. deal. And I, it's, it's very good. Uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis stuff. It's, it's extremely good and great actors in that thing, except a really bad Boston accent from Kevin Costner, like terrible. Oh man. You thought his English, you thought his American accent or his English accent <laughs> in Robin Hood was bad. Robin Hood, yeah. yeah. I got news for everybody. It's not as bad as that. Despite so all that, it's very up- good. When we open up Dante's Peak, we open up with what's the worst that can happen. So, <laughs> so sometimes that happens in movies because they don't trust the audience to understand how much danger these people are going to be in. So we've, we've set the bar and we set it kind of high. Uh, they did this in Cliffhanger as well, by the way. You, you start out with the worst possible thing that could happen and then you kind of ramp it up through so that you have this, this great tension. And I actually like that, but I do think there was something going on there with uh, we kept running into the second best, and that's what this town was. Dante's Peak was the second best. Was Linda Hamilton also the second best of Pierce? Was he settling? Was that <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah. really was, was really driving it home. I mean, she was the best. mayor. She was the mayor of the town, right? She also was the. She also owned this cool cafe. Best I think coffee she was... in town, apparently not so much for Pierce. Yeah, oh, she was great. There you go. Not the second best coffee in town, Brian. Right. Right. Not the second best. Think of her as she's Terminator 2 to Terminator 1. You know? <laughs> like she's she the old girlfriend's Terminator 1. Good enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Well done. Terminator 2 is like, whoa, this is so so much cooler. I really like she's her badass. a lot. Yeah. yeah so I think she's awesome. I used to, she bugged me when I was younger because like in the, the Terminator one days, her jawbone thing she's got going. So this is like Brian's yeah. chin thing. Brian has mm-hmm. a thing with like weird little pointy chins. Ibit, not Brian. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't yeah. Yeah. Ibit. Um, yeah, no, I do. Yeah. So Reese Witherspoon style. Thing, I do have a thing with strong jawlines too. Like that's, that can be a little bit of trouble. Cause with this, her, it doesn't bother me at all. It's like a, it's, it looks like she could unhinge her jaw and eat me. Like I'm, uh, uh, the like guy, a, like a snake eats a mouse. Like, basically. I was going to say like the anaconda eats, uh, what's his name? <laughs> right. uh, I can think of his name. Per- uh, what's his name? Uh, it's, it's, it's dad. Uh, it's, it Jill, Jill, uh, uh, George's car was owned by him. It's J- Von, J- <laughs> ah! Oh my God. This is so much fun. No, oh no, keep going. Gosh. Was he was he an anaconda? What else did he yes, do? Yes, he was he winked when he got coughed oh, out he, by the snake, remember? Did he did now, he have a child? Now he's kind of a dick. Um right. Was it a Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Yeah, Angelina Jolie's his dad her her his, yeah, his yeah. dad is his daughter. Right. What is wrong right. with me? It is <laughs> if I can hear George say John John Voigt. <laughs> Voigt, there you go. <laughs> Holy crap. Only only, you know, for the sake of keeping the show moving. 
I, right. all, that was you know like what I can hear in my head? That was I heard like navigating down a mountain full of lava. Here's all I heard in my head was I heard George went in my head constantly when I would try <laughs> to do it. I can see that. And you can and then, and I, that is not him. Anyway, yes. Speaking of George Went, boy, does this movie have poor man's George Went. Oh. It's, oh, it's kind yeah. of hard. Like I'm like, couldn't I just get George Went? Why do we have <laughs> why do we have his uh fraternal twin? I feel, Why? I feel bad that for that guy a little bit because about two months after this, he died of a heart attack. Yeah, uh, but boy, a pretty young age. I don't but. know about the best, um, the best IMDb photo, by the way, but this guy has the best opening line of his bio on IMDb. It says, "Beefy, beefy, Philadelphia-born Charles Hallahan was often cast as cops, both good and bad, mainly because the map of Ireland was written all over his face." I <laughs> love it. So the word beefy begins the sentence. Did I hear that? Yeah, right? the first word in his bio is beefy. Yeah, <laughs> too much beef got him in the end. I think. Oh, Paul! Yeah. He, did die he from was a such attack. a. Yeah. Oh, he was only he fifty-two. He died, a, he, did, he died from a debris in this movie. Oh, yeah, this, well, <laughs> died from a flipping bridge, and and I don't, I don't, I can't think no, of any guys. time I've ever laughed at a uh, at a Wilhelm <laughs> scream. But oh, I laughed at the Wilhelm scream in this one. Because it yeah. was so poor. Off. That's a very poor use of the Wilhelm Bad scream. Bad use of the Wilhelm scream. Ah! There, should yeah. nothing, there should be nothing humorous about that scene at all. No. <laughs> Paul Paul is is having, like Ruth, having his 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 paying redemption moment. His doubting. Yeah, he's yeah. paying for right. his doubt. Right. His doubt, And now it's not supposed to end with, <laughs> so we don't need to hear <laughs> freaking goofy <laughs> falling <laughs> off the edge of a cliff, you know? It's really weird. I, I bugged me that they did that, but I recorded it, so we'll play it later. But, oh, uh, good. Yeah, 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 still annoying. All right, I wanted to mention I've been to that town up there. Uh, it's filmed way up north in Dante's Peak. It's not really called that. The the real place, Dante's uh, Peak. Now I, for, I forgot to write down the name, but it's in Idaho, way north um, up there, and it's it is that beautiful. It's a gorgeous, beautiful oh. place, and they're all nestled down there in the valley. The only difference is there's not a looming. There's no big giant peak up there that doesn't exist. That was right. digitally added sure. to the thing. So, yeah, uh, but it's very those, nice. Some of those inner inner shots were uh, St. Helens, right? Uh, I think so. That's what they said. Yeah, they yeah. used uh, St. Helens footage, and they got right. some new footage up up at Mount St. Helens. It says in the Inside. trivia, if, if that yeah. is to be believed, they did go on to say that the volcanic ash it produced was made, which looked pretty convincing, was awesome. made of fine newspaper shavings. Which got me to thinking, how, that's not much better than ash. Like you all are breathing. That <laughs> You're shit breathing in. right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a really good point. That's not something that you want to be sitting there on set inhaling day after day or uh, no right. newspaper shavings. So, yeah, I, I kept trying to figure. Okay, so there's one scene in the film that just hit me in the face like a uh, like a I don't know like a bunch of ash like, like a falling uh, helicopter like like, news, like newspaper ash. Uh, there's a there's a scene where uh, where. Harry is is meeting up with Paul at the at the you know the Vulcan Vulcan research facility yeah. and so they're they're talking and he's and he's telling him about it and he says Dante's Peak and right as he says Dante's Peak in the background is a sun uh the newspaper mm. or the, the mm. rag mag the the mag that is back there and it says uh, on it uh Satan's face appears in volcanic eruption or something and so i was like really you noticed that i didn't notice that oh really i didn't notice that either it was like right in your face to to me it was anyway i was like oh because i i guess i always immediately anytime i see a newspaper article in a movie that that allows me enough time to read it Mm -hmm. i'm reading it 
I'm assuming yeah. is some kind of, you know, you know I usually or, do too. I'm usually yeah. aware of those things because I think it's like, they'll usually work really hard to do the headline, but they yeah. won't worry about the other stories yeah. that are on the, on the front page. And so right. it's really usually kind of funny, like, um, earth about to blow up. And then underneath it will say, uh, Dairy Cow wins best at the, <laughs> right? uh, yeah. at the food festival, something like that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, notice that. And it's a lot. Of, they usually foreshadow a lot of stuff. I guess that kind of kind of did. And they right. and they kind of did a couple of things like this, a little bit of foreshadowing. Like I said, none of it was done to any great effect, other than just to create this mood. It really didn't say anything. Like you might ask yourself, why is this? Why is Harry constantly able to get out of you know trouble? Is it luck? And then later on, they kind of have him doing some magic tricks and stuff. And I'm like, oh, are they saying that he's kind of like Harry Houdini, more or less? He's more like a, he just has hmm. skills and he's not just lucky. It was some weird character writing that was just that. Yeah, <clears throat> I think if you're just a good but I ge it. geological dude, I don't know that right. you have all this. I don't think the bonus skills are there. Maybe right. all the push-ups did it. I don't know what the hell gave him all those powers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> one of my favorite secondary characters was the one uh, who played Stan. By, uh, and the guy's name is, I don't know oh, if I man. ever say this right, but Zima, I think is how you say his name. Mm -hmm. uh, Zima. He is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, seriously. You we've see that, that I, Asian I'm actor I'm certain we've everywhere. said this before on film set. We probably have. He is in a lot of stuff, stuff we've seen before, but also mm -hmm. a lot of things I love, like Man yeah. in the High Castle. He plays uh, uh -huh. the general of the... Japanese occupying army in that he's very good. He was in uh, Arrival. Um, oh right, right. Love that movie. Yeah, that movie's great. This, Star Wars Resistance this, did a voice thing. This he's very one good. actor uh, makes the movie escape from being one hundred percent white, and it's still sad. It's still sad that this movie doesn't know black people exist or Hispanic people exist, et cetera, et cetera. And like this one actor, like they even try to, they even put Grant Heslov out in front of the camera more than once <laughs> to try to give you this feeling that it's not just Lily white. And right. it's like, come on movie. I, I understand like one of my favorite places in the world is Uray, Colorado. And I remember going there on vacation once and spending a day just walking around going to restaurants and stuff and I never saw anyone who wasn't white. Mm -hmm. And so it's like I I, I kind of get that, but still movie. Come on, movie. You yeah. can't have Come one on. black guy. Well, all the extras are in from northern Idaho. And let me tell you a secret about northern Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> no white little vanilla. Yeah. Little vanilla up there. They got one flavor, yo, and that's it. Um yeah, I just really like that dude, and he's been around forever. He's one of our Star Trek connections, was a TNG dude, was in a lot of like 80s and 90s television, then tons of movies you've seen. I mean, immediately as soon as I saw him, he was on Veep, for heaven's sakes. You just yeah. see the guy, and you go, oh, that guy, right, he's in a billion yeah. things. And um, I read all the stuff about how he was from Hong Kong and all this, so I expected like a huge list of the movies he did before coming to the States. Nope, mm -hmm. it's all stuff here. Just Cocaine Cowboys is his first thing. Went on to do Cosby Show. His third, his his fourth credit is the Cosby Show. He's on the Equalizer, <laughs> well, L.A. Law, all that kind of stuff. By the way, guess what happened on Amazon Prime yesterday? Uh oh, a new season of uh, or a new episode of uh, Man in the High Castle dropped. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we oh. got we got the final season finally. Yeah. Well, it's only four seasons, so I wouldn't say finally, but yes, I'm very excited no, about that. This is the final season. They've announced. This no, I know that, season. but I'm saying it doesn't feel like finally because. In other words, I it feels like I don't want it to end is what I'm saying. I want it to keep yeah. going. Yeah. But but, I, but in some ways, I like that they have had a plan and they said, yeah, this is a final season, season, not finally season. Yes. There you go. 
That's the distinction I was looking for. Uh, it says here, this is the only time Pierce Brosnan and Linda, Ham- Linda Hamilton worked together, but they are famous friends after this, after they worked on this film. We're I guess they're, famous. they're pals and they hang out. Oh, their their friendship is famous, not they're famous and they're also friends. Right. Is that what you're saying? The, fra- the friendship oh. itself is the famous part. They're both famous in their own way, but but they like to you know, send car- cards to each other and get each other on the phone. And I'm making all this up. I'm just basing it on the... <laughs> I imagine if, if Pierce Brosnan Pierce Brosnan's driving uh Linda Hamilton's not saying shotgun. <laughs> I'll sit in the back seat, thanks. By the way, uh Linda Hamilton trivia, I came into this just convinced that she had like three or four or five ex husbands. Nope, just two. She's yeah, been married twice. At that point, right? Yeah, she's married to dude James before Cameron, Jan- right? Cam- Cameron came after Terminator. And then the guy before that was a divorce. And then I think mm-hmm. that's it. Right, she's just sort of hanging since, or maybe she's still married to the second guy. I don't remember now. No, no, she's she's been married and divorced twice. That's it. I really hmm. genuinely believed she'd been married like four times. Yeah. Nope, no, she's on the low end of the spectrum there in Hollywood. Just, yeah, just right. a couple of times. Nobody does the James Stewart thing anymore, where it's just one. You know, nobody's mm-hmm. married to the same person forever in Hollywood. Name yeah. somebody who has it. You can't do it. It's not possible. You don't give us a chance to either. It's uh, Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy. Oh, maybe that's true. I don't know. One of them's in jail right now, so I don't know if that's Uh, good. I'm going to go with Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Nope, Tom Hanks is divorced. Tom Hanks had a wife before her, so close. He's on the low end. But How about uh, Rita Perlman and Danny (laughs) DeVito? I mean, maybe. maybe. Oh, wait, wait. I I got you. I got you. Will Smith. And his wife, uh, Jada Pink, Smith. Pinkett Smith. Um, that might be one, actually. You know what? You might be right. It feels like it's at least 20 years. It feels like. Yeah. And they've had their ups and their downs, but that everyone does. So maybe that's a good one. All right. Ding, ding, ding. You got right, it. There you go. The Fresh Me. Prince of Staying Married. And I've and I've confirmed that uh, William H. Macy and uh, oh, no. uh, Felicity Huffman, neither of them married before they married each other in 1997. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hey, that was the year after uh, after his Oscar nomination for so, uh, Fargo. So, so oh, yeah. you're saying you that William M- Macy is married to an ex-con? <laughs> no, a current con. <laughs> oh, a current con. Yeah. <laughs> con of current. That just happened. So, yeah. He, right, but she's out of prison, so she's ex-con. Oh, well, right? I guess is technically. She out? I didn't think she was out. She's out oh, after yeah. her. She was, she was in prison, prison, prison for hours. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't very long. She was in white person prison. Rich white person prison. It wasn't much. <laughs> but also, she's, uh, but there's some new charges or something she's got to face. I can't remember oh, what the deal no, is. Really? Tied to the oh, same de- same con- controversy. I don't know. Maybe it's a civil trial thing. I don't know. But anyway, she's. She looked a little frowny last time I okay, saw her. The, here, I just looked it up. Uh, she reported to uh, the jail in Dublin, California on October 15th and was released on October 25th. So she was in there 10 days. 10 days. That's like going on a camp. That's lame. Yeah. I mean, I, I, what like they going did. going on a deep sea fishing trip with some kids and a woman. It's like being met. voted first out of Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> kind of stuff. It, it kind of is. It sort of is. And you're not eating any, and you're, it's even better because you're not eating testicles in there. You're eating like real food. And, Are you sure? I well. mean, yes and no. Like the survivor. <laughs> the, was it a co-ed prison? <laughs> right. I know. Is that the same? I don't know. I want to argue here because like the survivor people are all in their 20s and Felicity Huffman is 56. And I mean, I, you should you should know as you look forward to being 56, you can only imagine how hard things like 
you know, st- staying in, uh, uh, sleeping on a floor or whatever for 10 yeah. straight nights. I don't know. I wouldn't feel, I don't feel bad enough though. Cause until they, until they stop putting like someone of color in jail for forgetting to register before they cast a vote and they put him in for six months before when they stop doing that, then I'll feel bad for Felicity Huffman until then boo freaking who. I just just wanted to bring up how old she is because uh, this week was the week that uh, Jennifer Aniston in the real world became older than Wilford Brimley was in cocoon. Shut. Oh, wow. That is not true. Is it? (laughs) Yep. <laughs> what because he was all right he was my age when he was in cocoon right he yeah. was 50 was he really he was 50 i think so brian i think I he was our age time that wilford brimley was not 70 like right. i don't <laughs> right he's just not that is a crazy statistic that's i mean i believe nuts. it but you know that's what's interesting like this dude that uh paul the character in this movie uh who sadly died at 54 i guess it was his age uh, so he'd have been like 52, 53 when they were filming this. He looks 68. Like, you know, I, I, it's, you know, that whole thing with, ah, 40 is the new, or 50 is the new 40 yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I think there's something to that. There's like some yeah. kind of people are eating better, smoking less. I don't people know. People are not breathing or in volcanic oatmeal. ash that looks like a uh, newspaper. Yeah. His ears went way out, though. Did you notice that? Like the little, uh, he had like um, Barenthal lobes. <laughs> no, they were like, if he turned his face, this is just a something I notice. I'm a weird. Okay, so everybody forgive me or not, but whatever. You turn. He, he would turn his head, swivel it, and on the side where he was turning it, the the lobe would lift considerably upon his oh his neck muscles. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because isn't it? Uh, so the attached ear lobe is supposed to be an indicator of higher risk for heart disease, right? Oh, so, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh well, that explains a lot about that guy then. Because he had well, a thing. Much, yeah. Here's both of my diabetes. It might be a yeah. clue. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I put that newspaper article picture in the uh, in the chat. Oh. So is oh, so the, is uh, Satan uh, appears Satan in volcanic. Yeah, Satan appears in volcanic cloud over New Zealand. I mean, it's it's like oh my god, it's tiny. How did you ever <laughs> notice this? It is it is this. What, it is the bottom corner of the window. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah, but yeah, look at that. Yeah. Look, everyone's eye line. It is in the center of the screen. Everyone's eye line is pointing directly to it. How do you not notice that? I don't know, but I like I, the little kid drawings. Of course, the of crayon. course. I remember. I do watch these on my hundred inch screen projection, whereas you probably watch it on your <clears throat> iPhone. So by the, I'm just saying. By the way. By the way, hey, Netflix, we've been pimping you for over a decade now. Screw your stupid overlay whenever I pause something. Yeah. Right. Let yeah. me pause and look at something, Netflix. Exactly. Instead yeah. of you dimming it. Because I, I can't. It's dimmed so far, I can't see the map right. of Ireland on Callahan's face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But see that lobe? If he turned his head real sharp on that image, oh, yeah. you would, you'd see <laughs> it just go Flap known. his ears like that drum device that that uh danny and not danny whatever his name was used in uh, the karate kid too yeah <laughs> yes that's the one okay but also i just wanted to point out i like the little kid crayon drawings of uh volcanoes in the back. yeah 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 that's what they got sent yeah. in i yeah. love you volcanologist yeah, you guys are crazy. i know what i want to be chris brosnan actually drew those oh wait oh shoot <laughs> we've outed him as a horrible artist oh well uh you know who i really like now though is old Pierce Brosnan. I prefer it over this ver- yeah, of this yeah. version of him. I like him grizzly and a little salty and gray. I like him a little crusty. I want some movies where he goes the Liam Neeson route and just starts getting revenge on everything. 
I think that's. I think his time has come. I really. I do. agree. You know yeah. whose time like didn't never come? Yeah. What? Who's? Tell you who's time never came? Who? Old uh, Terry's spider legs robot. That was the most pointless. That was, that was the most pointless thing in the whole yeah. movie, other than to deliver us the elf, so that well, and, uh, Harry could save yes. everybody in the end. Yeah. And our our only justification for it is that we have the trope of the jerk ass, which is a huge thing in disaster movies. Mm-hmm. And the jerk ass in this movie is the helicopter pilot. And if oh yeah, he yeah, wasn't a jerk. Yes, they would have a little taxi right up to where they wanted to go. Okay. You know what I mean? I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one who was no, there. No, he amazing. hit some uh, hit good. some Wi-Fi lag, and it made it sound like he went jerk. Yes, it was great. No, there's nothing wrong but with that. Randy, to your point, please. Maybe maybe yes. it's cleared up some. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah. This, this is a trope. It's in a lot of disaster movies. Oh, oh, walk towards the light. Yeah. Yeah. Walk towards the light, Randy. Walk the towards green the light. light on your router. He was making some really good points. Walk yeah. toward your router. Open your where there you go. You have a oh, oh, oh. now you uh, now uh put your left. Oh we lost him. All right. No, oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. Oh. Here, so I think it's all good. Okay, sorry. So Randy was here and we were talking about a thing, and I don't remember what it was. Go ahead. It's a it's a trope called jerk ass. Oh, jerk and ass. It's a guy. Yeah. It's a guy. It's all oh. <laughs> back in all right we're back everybody technical issues are gone now we just deal with the volcanic ash that lays about us then it's dante's i got a trope for you everybody plays pool when they're having a bad time and they can't get their (laughs) boss to do what they want so they go and they play pool at night that's what you do and maybe that's a real thing maybe people really do that you know, it's a good. It is a good stress reliever. I can't tell you the last time I played pool. I even own a pool cue. Oh, like a, your yeah. own cue, like a bowl, like your bowling. Yeah. Ball. Okay. Here's the deal. So, not a very good pool player. Um, but in while I was working at that uh, that newspaper sales software place, a buddy of mine said, "Hey, you design logos, right?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah. Could you do me a favor? My a friend of mine is starting a company. He's making pool cues. Um, he doesn't have the money to pay you but if you design a logo for him then he'll give you a pool cue like oh cool all right yeah total trade-off because i i've always wanted a pool cue i thought that might improve my game sure um (laughs) so i designed the logo it gives me a really nice like you know one of those felt uh, you get a little box and you flip open the box and you pull the two halves and you screw them together um and uh uh so the following weekend, Tina and I get invited out with some friends to this place called the Boiler Room, and they have pool tables there. And I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to bring my pool cue. We're going to play some pool. Now, we've never played with these guys before. We had met them through a friend, but we'd been hanging out together. And uh, so uh, they say, are right, you want to play some pool? I'm like, yeah, cool. And I pull out my yeah. this case, and I take out the two halves of the pool cue, and I screw them together. And the look on their faces is like, oh, crap. Oh. Like... <laughs> This guy, <laughs> this, this guy, guy does pool. I proceeded, Tina and I proceeded to have the best game of pool right. in our lives. Wow. That's great. Purely, I don't know if we had just psyched ourselves up, if we psyched yeah. them out, but we were playing really well. Like we were seeking every shot that we were aiming for. <laughs> and it wasn't the cue because we like played a week later and we totally sucked like we always do. But there was something about that first time. And the guy afterwards, you know, after we had told him, yeah, we just actually got this uh, pool cue and 
were really normally horrible players. The guy says, when we saw you pull that thing out, like it, just, we both just, our hearts sank like, oh crap, we're playing against a total shark here. Yeah, he's a pro. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's really funny. And there probably is something to that. You know, there's something about the, there might be, yeah, the, the bravado the of it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys right, like, the, the placebo effect of, oh, I've got a good cue. I must be a good player. Yeah, that's like uh, when people put on a fake wiener. They feel pretty good. Like, about it. <laughs> Are we talking like Marky you, Mark again? Exactly <laughs> the same. You, you open up your little felt box with your fake penis in there, and you, ooh, and everybody, everybody goes, oh, what is that? Yeah. Screw the two halves together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole table is your uh, is your oyster at yeah. that point. That's amazing. Right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, I just uh, in movies though, it's like uh, yeah. my boss won't listen to me. I'm gonna play pool tonight. Well, and Harry was apparently we were replying that he was pretty good, except when Linda Hamilton distracted him with her flirty looks, right? And then he's like, "Oh, messed it up. I'm yep. out, guys. You guys have fun. I'm gonna go do grown up work." Yep, that's true. Uh, Randy, you strike me as a guy who, for some reason in my head, I have it that if you wandered into a, a pool hall or a bar with a good pool t- p- table, that you might dominate the pool table. You'd like you'd well, be good true. at it. And it's it's. I think it's, it's because I've told you the story, the facts of my childhood which is when i was about five my parents bought and installed a pool table and it took up a huge chunk of the house <laughs> and uh then i spent the you know the the preceding following the following 15 years mm. uh able to practice pool as much as i wanted mm. whenever i wanted it was it, my brother was 15 when the pool table was acquired and so it didn't it didn't give him the same sort of uh output but um, yeah, so I went to college and at the student union, there were a bunch of pool tables and big signs that said no gambling and everyone ignored those signs. Mm, right. And yeah, I just, I, I came in with like, I was, I was like the, the guy who could shoot an arrow down the other guy's arrow in the bullseye. And it was, it was kind of like cool, but at the same time, don't get a pool table for your house that becomes a table. The, yeah, the idea terrible. my parents had was that, you know, they had kids, they had boys, and their boys' friends were going to come over and play. And the, never once in yeah. 10 or 12 years of growing up as a kid did I ever have friends over and they played pool. Never <laughs> once. Yeah. We had we had pool tables a couple of times in, in my life in different houses, and usually they came with the houses. It was like, okay, we're going to buy the house. And it's like, well, we got this pool table here. We'll just... Yeah, they don't want to. Like, they don't want to move yeah. it. Nobody wants to move no, it. No, they don't. They're like yeah, hot tubs. Nobody there. wants to pick up their old hot tub and take it with them to the next place. No, we, we bought a uh, uh, air hockey table from Costco when they were on sale, and we assembled in the basement. And then we decided, oh my god, we don't want this thing anymore. How are we going to get it out? And really, I just said, I'm just, I'm just going to take the sawzall and I'm just going to cut it into pieces. We're going to take it out that way. So, so after you know four, four or five years of this thing. At first, for the first few months, being an air hockey table that we played and had fun with, and then occasionally an air hockey table, and then just a table. Yeah. Place to <laughs> full close. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And it was like, well, I was building my poker table, and we just want to get that thing out of the way. And we get so much more use out of the poker table as a poker table because we play you know, board games and stuff on there. But yeah. the air hockey table, you can only use it as an air hockey table because if you can't put chairs along the side of it, it's too... It's too uh, deep. Air hockey. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the air hockey table. Like you can't, you can't use it as another kind of table because right. it's. Uh, did you ever? You, did you ever you like? Uh, is, is that what happened to your hair? You just dry it in the air hockey table and it just. Took it <laughs> it just fell that, off. 
Yeah, that's, that's the, a good warning. Is that the story here? The moral of the story? Yeah, that's the moral. Yeah. It's always the moral. But here's the thing. I, I really do yeah. believe if you're going to have a pool table, the best thing to do is be somebody who has a room that is dedicated to the pool table. A game room. Yeah. yeah. If you answer. don't have that, you're asking for trouble. You're going to lay everything on it. The sticks are going to break. Yes. Kids are going to tear up the... Not the carpet. It doesn't What's take it called? much the... to mess up a pool table either, man. What's the, is mean, it felt? Is what, is, what is the stuff equipment. that you tear by? The felt. Is the, it felt? Yeah, felt. Yeah. 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 All that stuff's screwed. Your balls are going to get lost. You're going to be like, where's the striped six? And right. The, and where's the, the triangle? Never, yeah. never lost never lost any pool balls. Um, and only ever had one set the entire time that pool table was in my mom's house. After She sold it eventually. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you sell it for like uh, – if you give me fifteen dollars and you move you the damn thing, yeah, right. Well, you can have it. Like it, it was just like, uh, you know, it it never really got for me. It never it never gave me this like sense of uh, that exceptional extra sport stuff. You know, like so when you get into bowling, at some point you cross a line where you go get a custom ball and bags, and you and have shoes. your shoes and so on. And uh, I never once felt that for pool. Like for me, pool was this thing where you didn't need a custom stick, or you would if you were getting custom sticks would be a set, right? Mm -hmm. Or or you know like guys who show up at the pool hall with their own balls. No, I just I never once thought that was like something you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But it was really amazing to me when I was 19. I went to college and I started playing against other you know college kids, and I found out oh whoa. I'm really good at this compared to them. Like, really good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do What's people really? By the, do people really show up at, at pool halls with their own balls? Oh, oh weird. yeah. When you're when when like there's there's places where the pool hall or the pool table doesn't have a set. You need to bring your own balls. Mm. Wow, really? A whole yeah. set of balls? That's a lot of balls to carry around. It's Those things are bad. heavy too. It's just, a, it's just a little bit. It's not. I mean, it's about. It's less than a than a bowling ball would weigh. You know. Yeah, that's mm. crazy. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So uh, as, and. In movies, this movie gave, speaking of things like that, this movie gave the Harry a smoky quartz that he gave to the kid. Is that right? Is that my remembering that right? Yeah. He gave yeah. her the smoky yeah. quartz, which was a weird. Actually, there's a lot of things I question in this movie because I don't know that the science, like the, the robot thing seemed real fishy. And also, does water really, is that acid thing real? I don't know. Yes. So, yes oh, and no. Thing? Yes and no. Okay. So there me, is the yes. uh, there <laughs> is an actual acid lake, or there have been actual acid lakes that have been created by by volcanic activity. Mm -hmm. uh, the acid being that concentrated in that big a body of water is is movie fiction. Yeah, that's the part. I I, I was like, oh, okay, we're did a whole bunch of xenomorphs from the alien movies die in here, and they're just. <laughs> That's how we got the act. Like, that was too quick, too fast. Well, maybe she's just allergic to acid. Maybe she takes a stronger reaction than others. Who, Grandma maybe did? So did the boat. Maybe her, maybe her <laughs> balance is off yeah. just a little bit. She's a baby Ruth, that lady. Yeah. Uh, so, but, so, so, like, yeah. For, for instance, the the one I just looked one up, uh, there was a, a, a lake in 96 that uh, was on top of an earthquake, and the earthquake caused uh, all kinds of... Uh, acidic material to uh, get into the water and the pH in the water went from 7.5 to 3.2 wow. 
Yeah. And you might go, oh, wow, what a change. Uh, 3.2 is like grapefruit juice. Yeah. So <laughs> you're going to, you you know, if you, you don't want to be in solid grapefruit juice for a long time, that will damage you. Mm-hmm. Ow, but, I have a scratch on my leg that's kind of tingling now. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a paper cut yeah. and lemon juice sort of thing. Sure. Yeah. It's on your right. mouth. Woo. Oh, boy. Yeah. That'll wake you up. <laughs> you get in the lake of acid with a cold sore, yeah. you're in trouble. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, a volcanologist, pool man. Yeah, that was a little too much for me. Yeah, and then, but but honestly, like all the all of the destruction and the and the um the quakes and the explosions and the and the ripping the town to pieces. Actually, all that stuff was fine. You know, a it's good for your disaster movie, but b it seemed reasonable to expect a lot of fallout from let a interruption. Let, let me tell you something about the science. I I would like to. Have, I wish we could watch Volcano. It's not streaming anywhere, but the Tommy Lee Jones movie volcano is about a unknown volcano this under la and it's it reveals itself with earthquakes and then lava seeping up out of the ground and there is a part in that movie where a man uh is is got another man he's carrying him on his shoulders and he is in he is he has to walk through lava and throw the guy because the guy's out uh-huh. And he literally melts like the Wicked Witch into the lava. And it is just like... I'm I like, want to see Volcano. That, that should be on a list whenever it pops. We should be watching that. Right. Because that it was is, that same is, year, right? We had a dual, dual I think it, Actually, thing. I think, yeah, they were same year. Uh, so I think... So it's like... Yeah, it was, it's like this Arm- came out early that year. It's like Armageddon and Deep Impact. It's that whole thing. Yeah, yeah I'd love yeah. that. We always should watch both of those whenever we can. Right. Um, I look for it. I could I could have rented it, but I was like, am I really that dedicated? I was like, ah, we'll wait. Did I, I hate love I love, love, love volcano. Um, it's not true that there is any sort of volcanic activity underneath Los Angeles. The La Brea tar pits are a, a a pressure formation, right? So there is some sort of deep pressure that's forcing a little tiny bit of asphalt to come up to the surface yeah. in this one spot. Yeah. But I love I love the idea that somebody writing that movie was like thinking about that and thought right. You know what? That's a volcano. I'm I'm making that a volcano. Spoiler, just, spoiler alert! It. Spoiler alert! This is how they stop the uh, the lava flow. They put water on it. They put up a barricade. <laughs> put up a barricade. No, they don't actually it. stop it. They yeah, don't right, stop right. the that lava was, flow. Was, you're right. You're right. Right. It just evapor- it's evaporates. Just they, right. Just no. They eventually control it. They eventually oh, get yeah. it into the Los Angeles River so it can flow to the ocean. And the L.A. River yeah. is the isn't really a river, right? It's the thing the Terminator drives through and shoots. Shoots. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Uh, and the other thing that bugged me is you would never name your dog Ruffy. That's a shit name. What do you? It's such a. I mean, what's what we're gonna name a dog? Ruff, Ruff. I'll get Ruffy. Ruffy looks good. Yeah. Uh, what do you call yeah. your cat? Well, Meow. Pick his own name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dog picked it. <laughs> but it's like saying Meowy, or you know, it's shitty. It's I a really- shitty name. Don't do that. I really was worried when I found out they had a dog named Ruffy and an owner named Ruth that there was going to be some kind of stupid dog joke like Ruth. Oh, Ruth. Oh. Ruffy. They, and I, Ruth, I was waiting Ruth. for something like that. Where's the lava at? On the roof. On the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Where's I didn't the acid? See it roof. Yeah. <laughs> the scariest part of this whole movie was when the lava just all of a sudden bust into the house in Ruth's house, like the back wall that was like, I don't know why that that 
startled me so much, but it was just like they were having a conversation. Normal yeah, conversation, there's no way that would work. It would, the heat would have long gotten there and started that all on fire before the lava right. ever you reached there. Definitely would have noticed. You definitely yeah. would have noticed when lava is outside your wall. Yeah, that's not out there like a freaking ninja waiting to right. pounce. It's right. like right. Doesn't really work way, that way. Just, wait for it. Me. Wait for it. <laughs> go go. You just reminded me of some advice that I feel like every couple of years we need to make sure we remind the world. Uh, don't name your pets names that are currently popular for actual human babies. That's just let's, yeah. it's it's like good advice, but I think a lot of people need to hear it. Like for a long time, for many 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 years, the baby names for girls have been Emma and Olivia and Ava and Isabella and Sophia and every baby girl being born that are human are being given those names. Don't name the dog Ava, please. Thank you. All right. No, no dog named Ava. <laughs> also, right. don't name it Alexa or Siri. Yeah, either of oh, those things. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, two things just went off in my house, Brian. Thanks. Just kidding. Sorry. Sorry. Not really. I have headphones on. <laughs> uh, I did think of you, though, when that truck bit happened and he got stuck in there and was trying to push the button and everything was caving in on him. And I kept thinking, who's the most, who's the person I would, I would at least I think is kind of claustrophobic and your name came up oh, in my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would have got yeah, that, me too. Yeah, that's funny. That scene didn't bother me as much as some scenes like that because it was more like he got in there and it just kind of started crushing. It's it's when you crawl into an area like that. Oh right. yeah, you knowingly go into a small. Yes, yeah, it, I'm uh, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, like every time you yeah. see one of those videos or gifts of somebody going into uh, doing cave diving or their or their mm. snorkeling and they decide to go through a really narrow coral tunnel jeez i can't stand underwater stuff that's the worst if you get too far in a place where there's no place to go back up for air i'm like "Mm -mm, do you uh do you find yourself instinctively holding your breath when a character in a movie dives into water yeah a little bit absolutely a little bit i breathe in when they i go when they jump and then i kind of hold it for a second and then i realize oh i'm not paul walker i can can breathe just fine everything's fine here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or whatever yeah. what was that movie deep blue yeah, butthole deep, uh, what was it? yeah deep deep blue sea deep blue sea that was it deep, deep blue sea no Alba's butt. yeah that right. was a deep blue butt uh right. and then i also was pissed about this because you first of all you know what your nasa button's supposed to do how long's that been blinking oh, about three days oh, yeah. you dipshits Mm-hmm. a couple of days okay that, that then the then they get out be. there and they should all be right. dead if they didn't they had no source of food certainly no water. source of water they, if they right. ate the dog maybe but the dog's just happy and coming out of there just as excited as they are and they all just walk out do to do to do we all made it i didn't buy that for a freaking second you would all yeah. be were, emaciated were- messes you'd be barely alive with no water down there there were so many Chekhov's objects in this movie. There was Chekhov's transmitter that got kicked off of the the spider robot. There was yeah. uh there was freaking um uh Chekhov's uh freaking cave. Like the, when they go to the cave and they find the kids and the kids come out, I'm like, "Oh, someone's going back in that cave." I had no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, there was, like, there was, was a gonna... tour. There was a tour during the movie about 45 minutes in or so that was just like Let's tour the town and show you all the hot spots and all the objects we're going to use and see later. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Here's this place my son's screwing around with his friends in. I'll yeah. bet we come back here to get. I mean, oh, well, that's yeah. I didn't even say this Here's at the top the of the show. I've There's never, I thought I'd seen this movie. I'd never seen it. I thought I had, but I haven't. Lucky. Yeah. So for me, <laughs> so for me, it wasn't even me remembering that the mine played a role. I just immediately knew when they pulled the kid out of the mine, I'm like, they're yeah. back in the mine at some point. They're going yeah. in there. This movie never asked you to use your brain. 
That's no, the thing. It's like, it I, I don't want you to use your brain. Just sit down. Yeah. Gonna, you know what? I feel like movies, some, some movies should be better at telling you that so that you don't get mad at the movie for being dumb. Because if right. they just said the following film is meant for you to shut off your brain, please enjoy. Right, right. Then maybe please at least you go. Please oh, turn well. off your cell phone and your brain. <laughs> and now. your brain. Yeah. The yeah. following film is presented with limited brain engagement <laughs> <laughs> by Gillette. Perfect. <laughs> and like we talked about, we talked about some of these action sequences that are so stupid, like the boat, the boat on the acid lake. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm here to tell you, driving a truck over a lava flow. And they really, they really did that. Like they, they had fire under an actual truck that I'm, I'm assuming stunt people were inside the the actual truck, but it's just like, wow, I was impressed. This movie went for it. They didn't make that up at all. They just did it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. And they were proud to do it. They were proud to do it. And man, I, I, I just couldn't help but think it every time. Pierce Brosnan, he would get in a car in a vehicle. I'm like, Oh, that vehicle's toast. He's going to. He's going to use that vehicle to the very last drop. Mm-hmm. And he Starting with time. the first scene. Yep. Yeah. The whole yeah. Movie. Man, that tire. Just murders cars. That tire that was on fire. Holy right. shit. All I can think of is, what? yeah, you're not going to go anywhere, dude. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. Get what out of that the most car. Intense, did anybody have like a most intense moment? Like, row, row, row your boat was played really big on me back in the day when I first saw this. I was like, oh, my God. How are they going to get out of this acid lake? But uh, this this time around, I was it. it the intensity of that, uh, I get, was it a Buick or something, or it was some kind of large mid eighties kind of car that was coming towards their snorkel truck (laughs) (laughs) and knocked them. And for some reason that was like freaking me out. That was like such an intense. Yeah, that was actually, yeah. Snorkel truck was a Chevy suburban and that freaking thing, that freaking thing could swim. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah, what, I didn't that, know they that, made that, a suburban that could swim. I didn't know there was a snorkel vent thing for your engine in any sort of car. And also, why would oh, he right. have that? He's some, not studying that. Some jeeps have that. I've seen. I oh, feel yeah, like yeah. I've seen that on. It's a on thing. Jeeps. It's a yeah. thing. I've yeah. never yeah. heard Anything of that before. Where you need the intake to be above the level of the river you're going to drive across. Right. right. And then the other car hitting them turned out to be a good thing because then it pushed them yeah. out of the way. That right? Oldsmobile 88 Cutlass, what was it? I don't know. It was, it was a big car, and it was just like yeah. it was coming straight at you. And they, they filmed it like above and below the water, and it was just. It's whoosh. something my Uncle Joel would drive. It's a big old yeah. boat of a 70s piece of shit. And I don't know, whoever was driving it, they're not getting out. They're done. No. Well, you already said that. I can't believe they're following me. They don't have snorkels. Oh. Fools. He was idiots. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he really had it for those guys. All right, I have a, I have a sound clips of this film that I have gathered uh, throughout the the film. Here's the thing: I think the score is pretty good, um, but I wanted to mention in this first clip how I think the score sounds like Fallout music. And if you're familiar with the Fallout games at all, they all have a consistent theme, and then they kind of riff on that theme throughout the Fallout games, especially the new ones. And I swear this sounds like a Fallout game. So anybody out there who plays a lot of Fallout, they'll know what I'm talking about. Here you go. That is the fallout riff, like 100%. And it's all throughout yeah. this movie. And it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's a good score. It's one of the strongest parts of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but it just reminded me of Fallout the whole time it was playing. They had a weird thing with the soundtrack, too, I was reading about, because I was looking to pick up the soundtrack, and they really didn't have one uh, until the DVD Blu-ray, Blu-ray release, I believe. Oh, oh yeah. And then they had the full, the full thing. I don't know what was going on with the music, but it, it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. You know who loves this movie is Tom Merritt. He likes all disaster movies. He just loves yeah. them. Yeah. Doesn't care if they're dumb or not. He's just all in. He liked 2012? He loved 2012. <laughs> With Woody Harrelson standing on that that hill yep. yelling at the uh yep. yelling at the explosion. Loved it. That was awesome. Loved that movie, he said. I did not. Oh. I thought that movie sucked. We still I know the plan is that uh you know, he's going to be our first ever guest on this show when we do 2012. He's going to no. actually join us on film side. Yeah, and we've been saying it since Very 2012. Last episode. Yeah. We've been saying it since 2012, that- <laughs> so we're we're getting down to is the wire. Yeah. yeah. We were all in our 30s then or something. Um, all right. Here's uh, here's the say the name. Oh, th- they say the name of the movie a lot in the movie, but I captured the first time. So here it is. I'm sorry I had to drag you in like this, Harry, but we are picking up some activity around Dante's Peak. This is a joke, right? And then the rest of the movie, Dante's Peak just gets said constantly. Dante's yeah, Peak constantly. is my nemesis. Dante's Peak killed my girlfriend. Yep. Dante's <laughs> Peak. Welcome to Dante's Peak. I am the mayor of Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Whoa. <laughs> The second most desirable place in the world, including yep. me. Yeah. You're right about that. You just made me real. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He's going down again. It sounds like he's drunk. He's going down. Going down, Randy. The, the, the Cox, if, the communication if, service. Oh, if, you're back. If the earth go. is is the universe. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, he's going out. I just hear... Yeah. The F is getting drawn way out, if you know what I'm saying. I want to hear <laughs> What, am I not coming through clearly? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it's, uh, I wish it wasn't so funny. I'd, I'd feel worse. I know. It's I know. just I feel, so funny I mean, sounding. The, the sounds that it's making, Randy, are truly the lemonade that's coming from these lemons. And I wish you could appreciate the sound yeah are, if you go back and listen to the show I, i'm keeping some of it in but yeah cox is apparently uh cocking up the internet today all right maybe you're clear now you were saying about the earth if the earth is round it, oh if the earth is a is a single villain right uh-huh. Uh-huh. where where every volcano is kind of connected right then dante's peak is just the most recent like gun that the villain is firing at our mm. at our protagonist sure, here, sure. right it's the right, new weapon right. right so like that's just a really weird way to think about it is that this guy isn't isn't working to to you know to fight this new volcano but just another version of right. the same thing gotcha the, the the many levels of of dante's inferno of hell right mm. mm-hmm. yeah because they talk about they talk about all the different volcanoes that he that he is he is the opposite. He's always trying to to save everybody. He's been to them all. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is a, a good theory. Here's uh, I like this guy. He's the hotel guy. Some piece of crap town out in Montana. He's just really discounting the crap town. Got first. <laughs> you know, the one thing I was I wrote in my notes that I was wishing you uh, recorded as far as clips was uh, on Pierce Brosnan's answering machine when uh, um, uh, he's doing his push-ups and the guy says, "Are you there? Are you there?" Yeah. Uh, Harry, are you sure you're not there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Now that you, yeah, now that you phrase it that way, I, I guess I'm not sure that yeah, I'm not there. I guess there. I'm not here. Right. Uh, let's and see. And that's a thing that that these future generations will never know. There's no, no answer, answer machine, machine sitting somewhere. Yeah. Where, where I mean, you're listening here. to the message being left as it's being left. Yes. Right, right, right. right. Oh, I mean, there is. Oh, that's a good point because we still have voicemail. I would love to doesn't... have that feature on a phone, though. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, I would. I would like that. 
Just, to, just to be able to tune in and go, oh, it's my mom, and I don't want to talk to her right now. I guess you could kind of simulate that just by having a soundboard that says, hi, you've reached Brian. Oh, that's a Please great idea. And then you could just listen to it then. Listen. Or just <laughs> say it. Don't You don't have to have soundboard. Just say it. Say, hi, you've reached Scott's right. phone. I'm not available yeah, right now. Yeah, but you can tell when somebody's making that. Yeah. You've reached movie phone. Yeah. <laughs> Why, Why don't, don't you, you just tell me that movie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here is, um, hmm. oh, this is Ruth getting getting kind of saucy. Here you go. Sometimes couples sneak up here for a hot dip and some hot nookie. Some hot nookie? Come on, Grandma. Hot nookie? I don't like how she That's says that That's what happens when you're, when you're teenagers and you're making the love in a horror or a disaster film, mm-hmm. you're due. You get punished. You get punished you for get having punished. sex in a horror film. You're right. That's right. And some hot nookie. And some hot nookie. 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 Yeah, she nookie. Makes, it, makes it sound so sexy, Ruth, baby. We did it all I don't for know, the cookie. But I, I would not sign up for my butt floating up there on top of the water with the bubbles all over top of oh, that. Oh, I know. Rough. Yeah, Ooh. that was rough. I saw nudity because I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't remember nudity in this film mm-hmm. at well, the just... beginning. And I'm like, oh. A little That's bit. That's the extent of it. Yeah. yeah. You just, just get burned butt. That's butt. it. Burn butt. Yeah. Burn and you butt. get, and you get Nobody the, as the girls that. getting into the water, you can, you know, they can't keep cutting the camera right before too much flesh is about to flop into scene or whatever, but <laughs> flop well, into scene. That yeah. implies, that implies that, you know, she's got sloppy boobs. Yeah. Floppy, sloppy <laughs> boobs. Flopping, flopping around. Floppy, sloppy <laughs> hole. All right. Here's a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two different takes on the same idea. Yep. Here is uh, the confusion a lot of people have about volcanoes that are dormant. They think this is the case. I thought this was supposed to be an extinct volcano. Yeah, extinct. Come on, dude. I thought this was supposed to be a... <laughs> that, he is Line. that guy in every movie Line. he's in, by the way. He's always some <laughs> sheriff who's just like, yes. I thought we were told there wasn't supposed to be a bear, but like, there's, that dude is that in everything he's in. And he's I a thought lot. we killed them damn huge snakes. Yep. I thought... <laughs> He's pretty great. All right, here's the uh, oh, here's a here's some foreshadowing. Yeah, just like Pompeii. Mm, it's like Pompeii oh my up there. Uh huh. Nothing there's, like Pompeii. There's so many times this movie says something for your benefit, viewer, because you're dumb and you don't know what they're yeah. talking yeah. about. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Like, there's a moment. I don't know if you captured it. I'm sorry if I'm preempting it, but there's a moment where Linda Hamilton literally says, "Acid eats through metal." Yeah. Like that. What? Who is this movie for? Yeah, I, that that struck me as weird. I'm like, yeah, it's lots of things. What's your point? Yeah, what are you? Why are you telling us that? It it does assume the audience is stupid. I don't. I don't always love that. All right, here's a, a spill and a scream, and this is pretty good. So check it out. What's good here? Everything's good. Here. Ah! Oh! Everything's good, but her pouring coffee. <laughs> Everything's good, but my that, aim. Yep. That coffee is hot as lava. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Foreshadowing. Yeah, we'll yeah, right. Ooh, we'll see. Let's ooh. just see. Why don't you put your hand in that coffee and put your hand in the lava and we'll just see. Yeah. Here's some good advice here as well. Never keep your beans in the freezer. Never keep your beans Hello. in the freezer. Everybody uh-huh. knows that. Yeah. Don't put your beans Shrinkage. in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Two Here's Seinfeld references today. Yeah. Nice job. Nice job yeah. indeed. Here is up about 20 times a day, really. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, here's some fish for mom. Mom fish. Mom fish. All right. It was mm. kind of loud. Boy, and boy, do they have to spend a lot of time, everybody looking at the dead fish floating. Oh, like, so much. Yeah. Like, everybody has to stop, and they have to cut. The camera goes, let's look at Pierce Brosnan's face. Now let's look at the dead fish. Let's look at Linda Hamilton, Hamilton's face. Now she's looking at the dead fish. You know what's the worst so song much- to sing right now? <laughs> 
Oh dear Jesus, we're all gonna die. <laughs> Wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> round and round. Why didn't they sing that in speed? Why didn't they do why do they just not sing? Just what are they thinking? Yeah. All right, here's you know the what lifts the spirits. Oh. Mm. Scary song. Yeah, does it? Here's the yeah. Wilhelm scream that Paul made. It's kind of loud because there's like a roaring river and stuff going on, but uh, you can hear it. So here it is. You hear that? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Boy, did he's I hear like, it. he's just somberly looking at the people back on shore. No, yeah. no, Paul. Oh, no, you're going to oh, die. No, no, no. And then the thing flips and he's, ah! Yep. It's really dumb. Bad right. use of Wilhelm. And I, I wanted to punch this guy. How long's this life been blinking? I don't know. A day or two? Dude. You're oh, so annoyed by that Dude. light. Yeah. yeah, you had it for a reason. You know what it means yeah. when it blinks. I, there's no shits. way I'd have a flashing red light in my equipment and not go with the what is this with the right with the, yeah, a couple days. Me, all right. And then my least favorite thing anyone said was this. Thank you, NASA. Thank you, NASA. Thank you, NASA. Thank you, NASA. Okay. I can't believe that that was a thing and you didn't capture coffee, coffee, coffee. I know, I know. Java. And also, that was the beginning of the trope in the film that killed it for me. And I don't ever want to watch this movie again. <laughs> and that's the the swell ending. Yeah. Um, it. it starts swelling at that point and it just gets more and more swollen until you're at a moment at the very end of the movie where a bunch of strangers are literally applauding the the mm -hmm. principal mm -hmm. actors like standing around like it's like the end oh, of, yeah. of star, star wars, wars or something right. and it's yeah. just like it's it's so bad like I, good I, job living yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it it seriously murders the movie and the like, guy i didn't capture this right, either but right the, the girl the girl tells them as they emerge out in the ashes it's like we didn't hear him say this. Thank you, NASA. All right. So it's like we missed all that, they, she thinks, because she pulls Pierce Brosnan and goes, you know what? We were When we found the light and knew you were alive, we kept saying, thank you, NASA. Thank you, NASA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, we heard you. Did. We heard it. We were there. You we rancid were. horse pucky. And Randy's right. It's swole, man, at the end. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to watch it again. No, you're not. And I'm going to watch it again. No, you're not. And again, is this one of those movies that I, I, it works for me? I think I'm good for a long time. Maybe yeah. with friends or something down the road, I could see it again. But I, I want to I watch Volcano pretty bad, though. Because aren't we oh, all, I, I mean, Volcano other too. than Dunaway, aren't we all kind of in agreement that Volcano was pretty good? Now, I've seen both now. I, yeah. I still think I like Volcano hmm. more. I, was good? I love that movie. Interesting. Love it. Okay. Well, then see. Yeah. Let's get okay. it. Let's get well, it. Well, in the, in the scores, the reviews reflect this opinion. I am just a contrarian, apparently, but I just <laughs> didn't, I just couldn't, I, like I said, I feel like Dante's Peak told me right away, go ahead and turn your brain off. Have a good time. Yeah. Volcano said, don't turn your brain off just yet. And then it said, yeah, you should have turned your brain off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. I love that the, the movie was like, should have totally turned your brain off. You dumbass. Can't believe you sat dumbass. here and watched all this and like actually <laughs> thought with your brain. All right, here's this now. It's the film sack checklist. Lake alien blood. Check. Mm. Here, grandma, have my crystal. Check. 
And finally, the dam could have used some Remington steel reinforcement. Oh. To bond it together? Uh Uh-huh. You like that? Yeah. I want to go back to your crystal moment because grandma (laughs) couldn't stop being a B word all the way to the end. (laughs) Just, just. Take yeah. the crystal. Yeah, Just, the little kid is off. This is a moment of cathartic. She need the kid is going through some serious stuff here. Yeah. Get take her crystal. Come on. Yeah, the kid needs you to take the crystal more than she needs the crystal. She went on to do a bunch of other stuff. She's much older now. She's born in eighty seven. Uh, she is not, in, not grandma. Not no, no, no. The, the girl, kid. the kid, the grandma died. I think. God, hot living. Oh, you know what? She's still alive. That lady, Ruth. Oh, is. really? Ruth? Oh, Elizabeth so she Hoffman. She she was <laughs> she was born in 1927. What does that make her? Um, old. Well, she's definitely old. <laughs> 93. 93. All you gotta do is subtract. This is a really quick one. Yeah, yeah that's not, an easy it's one. Not too bad. The math. On yeah, that one. she's uh 93 years old, still out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, the girl uh, was in some things. I'm not saying you should go seek this out, but it always weirds me out when a kid actor goes on mm-hmm. to do booby stuff. In, in a movie right and i don't it makes now, me feel movie uncomfortable. called booby stuff no because i would watch a movie called booby stuff. <laughs> so, you would it would be not, like not for the, not for the yeah. porn i just want to know what yeah booby stuff yeah it's something called i forgot what it was but she was in something where her boobers were out and it's i don't know it just weirds me out i feel like i don't know it just doesn't that's I, because, I, I that's don't because like it. it's, it's true but it's because you still remember that child yeah i remember as a kid and head, as a kid and, it's like they never know. age, but then suddenly they do in your head. So. It's like finding out that kid from Christmas Story got his tongue stuck to the pole. Finding right. out he's like a hardcore porn kid guy now. Right. Right. I don't want to know that. Like, what else does he get his tongue stuck? To? <laughs> what other poles? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> wow. I don't You'll like shoot it. Your eye out. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, these. There are too many good references in that movie. For, there really are. Yeah. yeah. Oh Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. All right, we got a uh, we got a track connection here. A lot of them actually. Uh, Walker Brandt played Marianne. Um, she was a Marianne, she played <laughs> Cadet Jean Hajar in the fifth episode of First Duty on TNG. Uh, Zima, we talked about. He was Stan in uh, TNG. Played a biomolecular uh, specialist in the second season episode Samaritan Snare. That's the Packlet episode. Oh, yeah. make it go. Make it go. We are not smart. Uh, Justin Williams. See, they would, they'd, they'd love, uh, the Packlets would love Dante's Peak because they never think. So they'd be, uh, they'd be all set. Justin, yep. Justin Williams played in a paramedic. He played crewman Jarvin in the episode Parallax on Voyager. Elizabeth Hoffman, old lady Ruth. She played premier, uh, Bravinani in the episode, uh, The Price on TNG. That's where I recommend, recommend. That's where I remember seeing her face as TNG. Uh, Brian Hetty, he was Les Worrell on Enterprise, played Dr. T-Mac on an episode called The Communicator. And finally, have just said anything right there. Those two names. <laughs> none of those. Yeah, none of that. I could have yeah. said anything. <laughs> Jibber, jabber, juber. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> oh, good, good connection. Uh, Bill yeah. Bolender, he was Sheriff Turner. I thought this thing was an extinct uh, volcano, that guy. Mm-hmm. He was on Bolender. DS9, played an albino in the episode... I'm sorry. Yeah, an albino in the ep- second season episode, Blood Oath. So there you go. I didn't know we had an albino in that show. Like if all all pink no, with white no, eyes no. or wh- all white with pink eyes or whatever. <laughs> However that works. All right. Uh, soundtrack grade, I give it a, uh, a, a okay. DP for a darn. I, I was trying to have. Putin. I can't think of anything. It was good. It was fine. Yeah, it was very fallouty, but it was it was fine. It was very good. 
All right, Twitter posts is where we sum it up in 100 and so. Nope, sorry, it's 2019. 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Dante Speak, a place where naked lovers have sex in natural hot tubs. The new guy in town is guaranteed to get laid as soon as the hot lady can get him back to her place and hot coffee later. <laughs> Just like a Saturday night at Evans' house. Yeah. Hot coffee. Awesome. Nice. Thought we were going there. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Dante's peekaboo like a frog in boiling water who is too stubborn to get out of the water, Ruth. Your legs are boiling. Yeah. Nice job, Ruth. Oh, I forgot to say, quick interlude. Get up here and grab a bucket. It's uh, the kid Graham's friends. They're the chicks in the bucket. The two that were in right. the mine with him. They were there, mm. and then they were gone. Well, oh, they, they didn't stop talking. Yeah, they did. And I wish they would have stopped talking about the ex-husband, because it's like, why are you giving us anything if you're not going to reveal anything? You just yeah. keep saying, he's oh, just real shit. Exactly. So he couldn't even be a chick in the bucket, because he never showed up in the first place. Never got in no. the bucket. He was like the... He was like the sauce that you was waiting for for the bucket and never came <laughs> right nice I, nicely done i wondered i wondered what an, ends up transpiring for a jerk face helicopter pilot and the a rich 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 dude trope who he saves and gets out of town like did they just keep did they just fly all the way to the bahamas like what did they do yeah i well, want to know why wouldn't they just keep going that guy was a wiener mm. blake <laughs> blake from blake enterprises or whatever dumb thing that was Oh yeah. Anyway, that's a great uh, name, Scott. Oh, <laughs> you got to write that down. That's Blake a good from one. Blake Enterprises. Uh, what do you do? I don't know, Blake. Anyway, uh, Brian Ibbett. Yeah, that would never get to me. Dante. Uh, this is 275 characters. I measured it out. Dante's Peak, a movie where an erupting volcano has a deep impact on a town and makes it look like Armageddon. To the mountain, the townspeople all look like ants living a bug's life. But like they say, it doesn't take a real genius to see that seismology is a weird science. <laughs> nice. Ah! Yeah, real genius and weird science. You only left out the prestige and the illusionist. Oh, there were there were several that I wanted to work in there, like father, like son, and eighteen again, oh, and big, what and was uh, what was the big? Yeah. What Which was, one was the your big? favorite out of there? Is father, like son, is probably my favorite. Oh, big! Memory. Come on, big is the big is everybody's oh, oh, well, favorite. And you're lying right, if you right. say it's I didn't not. hear you say big. I didn't hear you. Yeah, say, yeah big is good. There's but nothing out of wrong the big. out of the secondary ones of those. Yeah, like father, like son. That's the one with Judge Reinhold and. uh uh, uh right. wonder wonder years kid yeah, yeah. Fred, oh, savage. fred savage yeah, yeah that when was the I, lesser uh, that was when the... i think of mountain town movies yeah for some reason what comes to mind first is roxanne oh and yeah that's in a mountain to, town oh, uh-huh. yeah, you, need to, you need to rewatch roxanne i like that roxanne one feels like it's in it one feels like it's in breckenridge or Vale or one of these mm-hmm. uh when these ski mountain towns i love i was a huge fan of that movie i love oh movie. yeah yeah. No, it's sweet. It's Still charming, and yeah, it's great. It's when we knew Steve Martin for sure. We were 100 percent sure at that point that he could do stuff that wasn't just, you know, uh, right, wild and crazy guys. Yeah, yeah or like the jerk shithead. He dog hates and, these cans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the jerk, by the way, does not hold up very well. It's kind of yeah, it's not a lot of questionable content. Well, here. it's not just that. It's just not good. It's kind of not funny. I don't know. We're, we're maybe worth us watching. We'll have to see. Might be one of those comedies worth breaking apart and sacking. Uh, hey, check this out. Oh, oh my gosh. This just handed to me. Late breaking news. This movie was almost titled three different movie titles. Okay. Whoa. Almost three of these. I know. One was Dante's Leak. I don't really get it, but Dante's Leak. That was a thing. The mountain leaked. Yeah. Lava. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's probably why. It was leaking lava. Yeah. Or I'll Be Broke Back Mountain. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they lose everything. They're going to be broke, uh-huh, see? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, this is my favorite, grandma is on acid. And that's uh, what they almost <laughs> used. <right? laughs> that's that's yeah, the best of the three titles. It's yeah. pretty good. Uh, we got an email here from a listener. This is from Bernie Walter, who writes in all the time. He says this. Do I have to convince you any more? Steven Seagal dies 15 minutes into executive decision. And the audience applauded in the theater. I saw this in the theater and that happened. Go ahead. Bump something. When else are we going to have this opportunity? Please check it, says Bernie. Bernie, I've got good news for you. Right. Next week, we are doing executive decision. That's right. Uh, Stuart Baird, a highly underrated uh, director and editor, uh, directs uh, Kurt Russell, Halle Berry, John Leguizamo, Oliver Platt. What a movie. Yep. Uh, Leguizamo, if I remember right. Oh, I might be thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of somebody in The Rock. Never mind. I won't spoil it. Uh, Leguizamo, I do think, dies, though. But anyway, yeah, it's a... Spoil The Rock. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's fine. But Steven Seagal's early death is the it was the thing that everybody mm-hmm. talked about about this movie. That was, like, the number one thing, because he was, like, first in the credits, first on the poster, great big version of his face on all of the materials for promotion, and yet he dies in, like, ten minutes in. <laughs> and it's yep. weird. So... Uh, we're gonna finally watch it. It's finally streaming, and we're we're not putting it off any longer. So, Bernie, calm yourself down. Keep your typing fingers in uh, flexible shape. Everything's fine now. Don't have to worry about us. We're doing exec. We've made an executive decision, and we're we doing have. It next oh, week. look at that. We've done it. <laughs> yep, yes. Yep. It's been decided. So that's happening next week, right here on FilmSack. In the meantime, go to FilmSack.com. Enjoy things there because there's all the old episodes and all that stuff. So if you're looking for all the things we've always done, you can always find it there. Filmsack.com. You can also leave us voicemails at 801-471-0462. That email address again is filmsack at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. Leave us reviews where you get your podcast too. That is always helpful. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Thank you, NASA. <laughs> we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Lava flow.